Hello and welcome to Train of Thought. My name is Rob Tobias. My guest today is Noah Lavelle. Hi. Did I say that right? You yeah. said it correct. Uh, I've known Noah all his life. He's basically my nephew. He's, uh, yeah. I'm uh, as close as it gets. That's right. And um, you've lived, well, you, I know you went to high school down in uh, Arizona, Chandler, which is Phoenix area, right? Yeah, yeah, suburb of Phoenix. Um, but you did live some other places before that growing up, right? Um, I spent my first or second year of life in Massachusetts and then about three to five in Omaha. Oh, wow. And then back to back to Phoenix at five years old, which was where I was born, but then Ended up back in Omaha for college. That's right, because your your dad uh, teaches there, right? Yeah, Creighton what, University. What does he teach? Um, right now he he teaches a little bit about Native American history. Uh huh. Early early Native American history in in this country. So yeah, so I know you went to high school. You've gone a couple years to college, yeah. and uh, maybe now you're taking a little bit of a break to figure out the your direction you're on a little road trip yeah. coming up here to Oregon and uh beforehand to Omaha which I I'm very glad you came to visit mm-hmm. um I know you love the Phoenix Suns and you know college basketball and um of course I know you played a little soccer let's see I'm going through some of the things that um, that I know about you but maybe just tell me a couple of things that um you would want people that you're just meeting to know about you that I want people I'm just meeting to know about. Yeah, because people see. are listening and going, who's this guy Noah? Yeah, who is this Noah kid and why should I listen to anything he yeah. has to say? All right, well, let's see. As it's already been said, I was pretty much born and raised in a suburb of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and then, let's see. I mean, this is, it's a tough question because how, how do I sort of identify myself? I don't know. But let's say you were meeting, you know, let's say you were dating and just introducing you to someone and uh, you wanted to let them know just a little about who you were and your interests. What would you? All right, let's see. So I think first I would I would probably start out with, and I don't know why, but I'd probably start out with mentioning that I'm Jewish. Uh-huh. Um, that's a... I, I don't really practice, but it's still it's still a big part of my identity. It's, a, it's an identity, then, yeah. Yeah. And then interest-wise, um, I mean, I just love to spend time with friends and family. And then, of course, I'm a big, big sports fan. Uh, movies as well. Uh huh. I love I love movies. Yeah, uh, it's a hard time because we can't go to the theater now, but you can still watch them on. Yeah, no, I I miss the theater a bunch. Yeah, I really do miss the theater a bunch. I didn't I didn't realize how much I would miss movie theaters until I haven't been able to go in over a year now, mm-hmm. or about a year. Um, I'm gonna give you. I don't. I think this is a parable. I've been into parables lately. They're, they're yeah. basically like little story, short stories or quotes or something that have some little meaning mm-hmm. spiritual and I, I for some reason this one came to me or I, I saw it recently it was like two young fish are swimming along and this uh older adult fish sees them and says uh hey guys how's the water and the f- two young fish go on they swim and, and they look at it and one fish looks at the other one and goes what's water and uh you know the, the, <laughs> it's this idea that 
what we're surrounded by sometimes is not we we don't even realize what we're in mm-hmm. sometimes you know it's so obvious or maybe it isn't obvious it's just that our environment is so it, it, it you get so used to it you get so used to it you don't yeah. even see what you're in you know we right. talk these days about bubble you know we're in a bubble or whatever mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i just wonder if you how you can relate to that story like what um I don't know. What are you finding out in your, right. in your in your education? What are you finding out? Or what kind of things have you discovered that you, know, you go, I never even thought about that before? So I feel like I do have some good insight on this, I think. And I don't know. I, I'm taking this down a route about mental health. Uh-huh. So, uh, I mean, I think everyone this year has been experiencing some some issues with mental health it's been a very very trying year uh and me myself i i definitely i definitely did uh right now you mentioned uh that i mean i go to creighton but yeah i'm currently not in omaha because i'm not taking classes this semester i'm taking a break Uh uh-huh um and the reason for that was because my last semester did not go well uh and a lot of that had to do with my mental health taking a, a decline. And going back to this parable, how it, how it sort of relates is I didn't realize sort of the situation that I was in when I was in Omaha hmm. and really like letting myself go and letting my mental health decline. I didn't really realize what was going on. My life just felt normal. Um, but then... You know, getting to Arizona, being in California for a bit to visit the grandparents, and then now being here, mm-hmm. I, I've sort of realized that you know there's there's a lot more to life than just what you're what you're used to. You know? Right, the fishbowl. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was in my little fishbowl in Omaha, and it it wasn't the right thing for me at the time, and I I don't know, I I didn't really didn't really see it. Yeah. Well, as I told you, I went to, I ended up my last two years of college at Antioch College, which mm-hmm. valued this whole experiential education, which for me was great. You know, it's a way to try, basically try different professions. Or if you think you want to, you know, be a teacher, or if you think you want to be a psychologist, you know, you get to go and kind of uh, track people that are doing mm-hmm. that or intern in different places. And, uh, I found that to be quite valuable, you know, getting life experience yeah. outside the classroom. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a big world. There's a lot of things to experience. Yeah, exactly. There really is. Uh, so you're on this journey. You're on a little road trip right now. Yeah. Um, what's it like to clear your mind? I mean, you're not with people. You're just on your own, yeah, out, out driving. Yeah. So for... For those listening, I I have so far I've driven from Phoenix, Arizona, now up to of course Eugene, um, and I did a quick stop in the Bay Area to to visit my grandparents. So that whole way through on on the road at least I've been by myself, um, and you know I honestly I've always been a person that enjoys being alone, that enjoys some solitude. Mm. So it's been. It's been nice to just be able to sit in my in my own thoughts and think to myself, sort of clear my head, get through situations. Um, I I don't know. I'm a big fan of not just sitting there and thinking, but really reflecting on 
on situations in your life because I don't, life, life moves very quickly sometimes and it's easy to just forget about things or not take a second to really stop and appreciate whatever's going on. So mm. at, at some point in my life, I've realized that sitting back and reflecting on what's been going on is very, very helpful, useful, and I've been enjoying it. Obviously, we've seen big changes in the world just in the last year with the pandemic and all the responses to it. Um, but, you know, in my lifetime, I've seen a lot of the changes, too, you know. I mean, the way technology has moved, uh, yeah, when I was in college, didn't have computers. <laughs> we're in type. We're with typewriters. Now you can't, you can't be in college without a computer uh, now. I know, and phones, and uh, so... And I well, I just finished a book called Origins by Dan Brown, which 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 dealt a lot with um, oh where are you where are we where have we come from where are we going kind of thing, and it was all about this presentation about mm-hmm. science versus religion and really about technology, and I think the the idea he's this one character is kind of a futurist and just has such faith in technology saving saving us mm-hmm. you know um i know you you know you're participating in the little bit in social media and phone mm. and world and the whole thing but uh, what's your what's your faith like in terms of uh maybe technology or even mm. technology versus um you know other spiritual uh, spiritual paths or whatever you know well okay let's see it what's my thoughts on technology i would say that technology is in well let's see the advancement of technology and the rapid pace that it's going at right now in so many different areas and industries it's very very exciting i mean think about how we're on the cusp of going from internal combustion engines being the the norm for cars to within hopefully 10 or 15 years electric vehicles will be will be the norm or right. uh, even autonomous driving too um so and that's just with cars in general and there's again so many so many other other industries and places that technology is growing that's just really exciting and impressive mm-hmm. however i mean i am always a bit a bit skeptical i think of of these advancements especially i think more so the people who are in charge of of these advancements and who are monetizing them i i think i i do have some sort of distrust there about yeah what direction we might be going on or going down mm-hmm. um i don't know i'm excited for the future though i think in general life gets made easier through the advancement of technology, but we also, it, it can there are some there are some problems with it too, of course. We also yeah we become dependent on it. That's one thing you know we're just we're seeing how when when things go down and we can't use our devices or whatever in Texas right now they they got <laughs> they oh, got no power that's a, they that's a whole they yeah. can't power their you know devices so they can't communicate you know the phones everything yeah. is is like hooked up in it and so it makes us vulnerable too um last two days we've walked taken 
mm-hmm. couple walks in the woods, gone to the, the two buttes. Yeah. And uh, there is something, you know, about getting recharged in nature, you know, versus yeah. uh, <laughs> what uh, plugging in for your recharging, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what can you say about your experience here on Eugene and uh, climbing the two buttes? Well, first of all, just gorgeous. Especially we did we did Spencer Butte yesterday when it was a really nice clear day. Yeah. And that that 360 degree view, it's just it it, it was beautiful. Um very different than the than the views that you get in Arizona. I mean, Arizona's a beautiful state in its own right, but different climate of course and then omaha what i'm used to this past year typically is not not nearly as gorgeous as what i got to see today Mm -hmm. and yesterday um yeah i've been enjoying it i have to mention the the tree that got chopped down at the top of the horrible i don't know if you have any uh insight to why why someone would take something of, of beauty and something that obviously everybody appreciates and, yeah, and can and you set t- an award or if you have any information <laughs> yeah like, I I'll get I'll, I will personally give you twenty dollars <laughs> if you have any information leading to to finding the culprit yeah I don't know why someone you know there there's power is a fun, funny thing I think for people with no power yeah, they, they that's what they, we sort of talked about that's, when that we, was when my we, only the only thing I can come up with is like here's a way I can get into people's heads even though it's a bad way mm-hmm. um, what uh i don't know i wrote down the word because you used it uh influencer you know because you were talking <laughs> about right. wanting wanting to be you know a podcast as a, as being an influencer but i i'm curious what um i don't know if you've had role models or who, who do you think has influenced you uh in your life well let's see i i think these are two completely different uses of the term influencer right okay just, okay so i'm going to clarify the first first way you're using influencer at least in my head uh-huh. i immediately go to to someone who's popular on like instagram or youtube or tiktok even i don't i don't know um, someone who's popular someone who's popular on one of those social media apps pretty much who has a has a large following Typically, I mean, we're talking, we're talking millions of millions of people who will follow these so-called influencers. So I guess it, y- you can see where they they get their influence when they have so many people following them. But um, for do you people, have, do for, you, well, just before you change the subject on that, do you have any uh, any concept how they become so popular? You know, I luck. Uh, yeah, luck. I, I I really think that's what it comes down to. I I don't know. I don't really follow anybody <laughs> on social media. I will only follow the people that I actually know personally in my life. Yeah, and maybe like I'll follow the Phoenix Suns too. <laughs> um, but it, it, there are so many people who want to live that life. Who, who want to have that life? Well, I, I don't the know. The life not, of not, be, being an not, influencer? Not everyone, but I mean, I, I know people in my life who would, they'd, they'd drop out of school if they had the opportunity to just make YouTube videos for a living. Uh-huh. Um, and I think what it comes down to is just luck, because lots of times it's just regular kids who decide to make 
they decide to start making videos or they decide to start posting funny tweets on Twitter or whatever, and then they get some sort of lucky break in following. But uh, let's go to the other way I was using it in terms of people that have actually had an influence on you. Had an influence on me. Mm. Well, the number one person in my life that's had the largest influence on me has to be my mom. Uh Uh, I, I was raised in a... I was raised mostly by a single mother. Uh, my parents were divorced when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And I was living in Omaha at the time when they were married. Uh, but my mom didn't have much in Omaha, so she decided to take me and my brother to to Arizona. And I have learned learned a lot from her, more than I think she realizes. Mm-hmm. Um. You and I have something in common in that we're the youngest. We both have older brothers. Uh, And I know my brother, I mean, it was a competitive thing, but I know he pushed me in ways where, uh, you know, I wanted to, even though I was a couple years younger, I always wanted to be where he was. You know, he can, you know, he's doing this. Why can't I do that? Yeah. I think I'm kind of the opposite. Uh Not that... I mean, my brother Aaron, I love him to death, mm-hmm. but I think I've always wanted to do something differently than him. I've never wanted, never wanted to be like him. Uh huh. Not sure. Not sure what it is. Not to say that Aaron. Not the. Not to say that Aaron's not the kind of person you would want to be like. But I think I I took that that brotherly love in a different direction, which was. Maybe I want to, I don't know, so, sort of competitive. I want to be better uh-huh. at certain things. Uh-huh. Or maybe I want to do things differently. Yeah. Well, that I all, know. I can relate to all that, you know. Yeah. Uh, not saying you want to be like them. Yeah, you just want to be able to, um, I guess it depends on your age. But, yeah, they push. It's a push-pull kind yeah. of a thing. But, I mean, that I, I said all that I said, and I'll also have to admit that when, when I got to Creighton, I joined a fraternity, and it was the exact same fraternity that my brother had already joined. So, mm. you know, look at me following in his <laughs> footsteps after everything I said. Was it a good choice? Were you glad you joined the fraternity? Uh, I don't know. In limbo right now because I, I haven't really been in Omaha for a little bit. So yeah. I, also, I don't know how how much social interaction you could get nowadays. Anyways, yeah. Which is, you know, that's why you would join a fraternity in the first place, I guess. Yeah. Um, twenty years old. You got uh, a lot of years ahead of you, and what kind of changes? I mean, what. What are what are your, some of your hopes and dreams for this this life? Hopes and dreams for my life. That's mm. a big one. I know. Oh boy, that's a big question too. Especially because right now, you know, I am really searching for yeah for what I want to do. Because I mean, it's uncertain whether or not I'm gonna end up going back to Creighton in general. Right. Um. I mean, but it, it is a big. It, well, you know, ahead. I I think my ultimate goal in life is just to be happy with a family that's also happy. I, I mean, yeah. I think in the end for me, that that's all, 
That's all I could ever really wish for, for life. Living a comfortable, happy life with my, with my loved ones. All right, here's some quick, uh, quick answers to these questions. Okay, rapid fire. Red or green? Red. <laughs> Ocean or river? River. Desert, mountain? Desert. Desert, uh-huh. And where is that guy going that's going the opposite direction on the trail? <laughs> Who knows? Who yeah. knows? That's what we're searching for. Yeah. Um, the um, this this science versus religion versus religion argument I was just talking about. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you have? Uh, I mean, you mean you said you just identify as being Jewish, yeah. but not necessarily with the religion. Yeah. Um, but but do you think? Uh, do you think people or how? I don't know. Are you drawn to people that are maybe um, hold spiritual beliefs, or that, or that maybe hold? Well, we were talking about technology, mm-hmm. or hold science as more the uh, definitive um, direction of their life. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I don't. To me, I don't. I don't think it matters. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. I think, to me the most important thing about a person is just whether or not they are good to other people, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And whatever beliefs you have don't really matter to me as long as, as long as you're treating others the way I would hope. Um, So I I don't, I don't think that I hold either one in, in higher regard necessarily. But living in, uh, like you say, you were living in um, Omaha, yeah, which is a pretty, con- well, I think of Nebraska as a conservative Nebraska state. Nebraska itself as a state is pretty conservative, but mm-hmm. Omaha, the city, is pretty split evenly, mm-hmm. Democrat versus Republican. All so you that. get a little view of um, both sides of the, of the political spectrum. Which is, I mean, same thing with Arizona. It was mm-hmm. important swing state this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? What is it that's going to break our divide? <laughs> There's another big question, where you know people talk about unity or how to even get people to talk to each other that hold such different views. Do you have any 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 clue about that? Um, you know, I this is going to sound pessimistic because it is pessimistic, but I really don't have much hope because. I don't know. I mean, even myself, even myself, I have to admit to myself that, I mean, I lean, I lean very, very strongly one way politically. Um, and it is definitely hard for me to hear what the other side has to say and respect that, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I am sure that the other side feels the same way if you're, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's we're, we're in a pretty polarized time right now, and I I don't I don't see it getting much better in the immediate near future. Yeah. I really I really don't. It's hard to see, it, but and again, it, it's I know that's that's not. I don't know. It's an answer that I don't like giving. Right, but 
I, I think, I, I mean, I was talking to you yesterday about how I, I've sort of had to take a step back with how much I engage myself politically. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it, it was, I don't know, I was, I was just growing frustrated with the, with the political climate that we're in right now. And I, I don't know, needed yeah. to take a little bit of a break from it. Well, good. I'm glad you included Eugene on your on your stop as you're uh, mm-hmm. contemplating the next move. Uh, we only have a couple of minutes left, but um, you got we've got a small audience for train of thought out there. Here in Eugene, you'll be talking to some people on the radio, and awesome. we'll post it on the web for uh, friends and family and beyond. But um, what do you want people to know about? about what you're soaking in right now or where you're, uh, what, you know, where your heart is pointing to. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll leave with just something about how life is a journey. Um, me currently, I, I mean, I'm 20 years old. I'm only at the beginning of it. And sometimes in the current moment, life can seem like a lot. It can seem seem daunting at times um but it's a journey there are ups and downs you get through the low parts you enjoy the high parts and you you just enjoy the ride i guess yeah i don't know um is there a song what 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 music i i don't know if you listen to music on the road at all but well it's um are you uh yeah what what song what song is resonating with you right now (laughs) <laughs> oh boy, um, well you caught me at a bad time because I I told I've only on this big long road trip I have only listened to a single album of music. Oh, you told me it was the boss. Yeah, Bruce which was the boss. It was born in the USA. That was the only the only thing that I've listened to aside from podcasts so far. Yeah, I, I'm saving I'm saving my music for the second half of the trip. I only I only got so much. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Um. But growing up, where there were, did you have some? What were some of the early music that that caught your ear? Early music that caught my ear. Yeah. You know, I I honestly I don't think I have a very good answer for that question. No? I really don't. Okay. I would like to have a good answer for that question, but I don't think that I do because I I just I didn't really start listening to music on my own until I got to college. Uh huh. Which is not normal. It's yeah. I mean, some people it's more part of their life than others. You know, I just listen to like whatever my mom had on the radio, pretty much. And yeah. then when I got my own car, I would just let my friends play their own music. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, if we were gonna play a little tune right now on the way out, that would like symbolize. Well, there it is. That's the tune. The train of thought. There you go. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> My guest has been Noah Lavelle, and we wish him well on the way down the road. Thanks, Noah. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Train of Thought. My name is Rob Tobias. For comments and questions, you can email me at rob at robtobias.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.